Megan, I have been using our sponsor Element, that's L-M-N-T, to boost my hydration for over a month now, and I'm really loving it. I'm just not very good at drinking plain water, and I love the taste when I pop one of these little packets, I like orange or grapefruit, into a big bottle of water. It's kind of fruity and salty, and it just helps me hydrate better overall. Element is a zero-sugar electrolyte drink mix born from the growing body of research that shows the best health outcomes occur with higher sodium levels. Each little pack delivers a significant dose of electrolytes, but minus sugar, artificial colors, and other iffy ingredients. Element's flavors are so unique, like fruity watermelon salt and spicy sweet mango chili. And we're going to set our listeners up with a variety pack so you can find your favorite. Right. You can receive a free Element sample pack containing eight flavors with any drink mix purchase when you purchase through our custom link, drinkelement.com slash momhour. That's D-R-I-N-K-L-M-N-T slash momhour. This offer is available exclusively through our partnership and is available for both new and returning customers. And if you're an Element Insider, you'll have first access to Element Sparkling, a bold can of sparkling electrolyte water. Again, it's drinklmnt.com slash momhour. Hi, I'm Megan. And I'm Sarah. We're two moms with eight kids between us, and we're the hosts of The Mom Hour. On this show, we're joined by a team of unique mom voices from across the country and in different stages of motherhood to bring you tips, ideas, and encouragement, and to help you feel a little less alone. We all know that motherhood is a lot easier when real moms share honest truths and remind each other that it's all going to be okay. We're not experts. We're parents who've been there. We're not perfect. We're real. Welcome to the Mom Hour. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Mom Hour. I am Megan Francis here on Mother's Day with Sarah Powers. Hi, Sarah. Hi, Megan. Happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day to you. I have a special Mother's Day gift for Sarah today. Her very favorite thing in the world, a surprise. <laughs> that's that's sarcastic if uh, new <laughs> listeners aren't picking up on that. That was sarcasm. This was sarcasm. This entire episode um, is a surprise to Sarah. She has no idea what's coming. I decided, you know, for Mother's Day this year, in case people are actually listening on Mother's Day, they might like the more than mom episodes we do on Sundays. If you've been around a while, you know. They're already pretty fluffy, pretty light and fluffy, but we're going to take that to like, I don't even know, like the nth degree here with the lightness and the fluffiness. So I am going to put a link. Do you have the um, outline open in front of you? Yeah. It doesn't have anything in it. It It makes me very nervous. (laughs) I'm going to put a link in it right now. Okay. And then you're going to click that link and that's going to tell you what our topic is today. Okay. Great. Okay. I'm looking at this shared Google Doc. You just tell me what to do. Oh, I start. <laughs> well, it tells that, me. So the episode title is this entire episode is a lightning round. I love so it. I feel like we need to give a little context in case someone is newer. Um, Sarah and I have <laughs> tried so many times in our past to like tack a lightning round onto a full length episode. Sure. Yeah. And we are unable no. to do them quickly. Sometimes like, we start out like doing pretty well and then somebody will be like, well, let me just dig into this a little bit further. <laughs> I feel like our track record right now for being able to quickly get through um, is so like so bad. Yeah. I, I just yeah, I don't feel like this is something that we've ever pulled off. So by giving us an entire episode to do multiple lightning rounds, and these are mostly just really silly, I love it. Um, it takes some of the pressure off, but we're starting really easy. Okay. 
and it gets like harder and then weirder and then more confusing. So it's, it's, we've got four categories. Okay. Each one has a different number of questions in it based on like how hard they'd be to answer or just like how much I was curious about. Okay. And I am going to set an alarm on my phone. Amazing. Right now. So let's see. Um, we, we can't talk. We can't do this for more than I'm going to say 35 minutes. Okay. Because we're still going to want to talk about it when we're done. And that gives us like so, a little bit of pressure. So when I hit start, you're going to read. So the first, I'll, I'll actually announce the first category because I'm sure it's already making you kind of nervous. Well, and you the know what? First, can I tell you something really yeah, funny? I'm, I'm like preventing myself from reading down the page. I, I am looking. So listeners, this is a Google Doc with like, yeah, four sections with bold headers. And I've only looked at the first one, even though it's open to my eyes. I could. I'm like. <laughs> yes purposefully well, I, now I kind of want to keep it a surprise. I mean, there's I, I nothing stopping me, but I'm I not reading. Yeah. I'm not reading. Down and, the page. <laughs> um, I like did these all in the 20 minutes before we jumped on. So okay. I did it. I didn't have time to think about it. I actually had Isaac. He's with me today and I had him help me a little bit with some of them. So, all right. So the first category is really easy. This is like a warm up round. It's, um, favorites Our favorites. I'm going to have you ask me the questions. Okay. I will answer them all, and then I will come back and ask you the questions. Oh, great. So I'm going to ask you all four of these quick questions. Yep. Quick yep. favorites. These ones should be fast. Okay. Here all right. Are you go. ready for me to hit the start? Yes. Start your timer. Go. Okay, Megan. What is your favorite day of the week, scent in your home, scent outside, and surface to walk on barefoot? Do you need me to repeat the prompts? No, because they're in front of me. And you wrote them. <laughs> I wrote them. Okay, so I'm going to say my favorite, but I have not thought about any of these. So my favorite day of the week, I'm going to say Sunday. Okay. I really love a good lazy Sunday. Uh, favorite scent in my home is a candle that has citrus in it. Mm -hmm. Favorite scent outside. Mm -hmm. uh, fresh lake air. Okay. No, no, pine trees. Pine trees. Mm, like yes, pine I'm going to go with that. Yeah. Uh, surface to walk on barefoot. Ooh, moss. Okay. Ooh. Uh, okay. Now, My okay. turn. Now, Sarah, favorite day of the week, scent in your home, scent outside, and surface to walk on barefoot. Okay. Day of the week, Friday, because it combines a productive work day and a kickoff to a weekend. Scent in my home, I'm going to say onions cooking in butter. Oh, that's good. Um, scent outside, night blooming jasmine. A very oh, okay. California smell. Yeah. Yeah. Surface to walk on barefoot. Ah, this is a really hard one for me. This is like you don't so like walking silly. barefoot. Well, I don't. I don't <laughs> yeah. really like walking barefoot. Um, I'm just. I'm gonna say heated, clean floors, like in my oh. parents' house, where the floors are clean and there's radiant heat in the floors. That's really nice. Okay. Nice. Okay. We got through that one pretty fast. Okay. Now we're moving on to the, would you rather, I love this is not going to be fast. And <laughs> with these, I'm actually going to ask you one and you answer it and then I'll answer it. So the same, okay. then we'll just yeah, go, we'll one, go one, one at a time. time. Sure. Yep. Okay. Isaac helped me with these. I did some of them myself, but then some of them were, he's really good at this game. So would you rather Sarah run one mile or bike 10 miles? Run a mile. Interesting. I would way rather bike 10 miles. I really don't like to run that much. 
I don't either, but one mile I could do. If you change the numbers slightly, I'd probably tip to biking sooner than you think. Does that make sense? If it was any more than a mile of running, I would so probably flip. So if it was like flip. two miles, you'd uh-huh. be like, I'd rather bike 20 miles. Yes. Mm-hmm. For me, like 10 miles on a bike goes by so fast that it like it doesn't feel like work. Whereas with me, even when I was yeah. running pretty regularly, by three quarters of a mile, I was hating life. So yeah. Yeah. Okay. Next one. I just saw the first. Would you rather (laughs) throw up for five minutes or feel like you're going to throw up for five hours? Oh my gosh. I mean, this is pertinent because I had extremely nauseous pregnancies without a lot of throwing up. I mean, I threw up, I did throw up, but I, I felt like throwing up, you know, 800 to one all the time. Yeah. I'm going to say throw up for five minutes. Me too. No question. I will lay there and I, but here's the irony, even though I know this to be true, like logically, I know I would rather throw up for five minutes than to feel like I'm going to throw up for five hours. I will still actively fight throwing up for five hours and like try to talk my body out of it. Mm. Even though I know that if I just threw up, I'd feel better. It's like, I can't, I really would rather just do it, but I can't bring myself to do it. Well, that's probably like evolutionarily, it makes sense. Like you're not, you know, but I, I think your experience is more typical. I am one of the very few people I know who does not feel afraid or anxious. I would much rather throw up and I'm a very practiced thrower upper from different seasons of life for different reasons. So it does not scare me the way it scares. I think a lot of people, I know I'm going to feel better after. So I just want to get it over with. All right. Well, I like that answer. This is a kind of a, a throwaway gimme, easy one. Would you rather drink one glass of really great wine or two glasses of just okay wine? Just one. Yeah. Now here's the thing. I like to say that I would as well. But by the time I got done with the glass of really great wine, I would sort of wish I had had, yeah. I had made the other choice. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. even though I know that really I would enjoy that one glass of really great wine more the part of me that wants to keep enjoying it would wish in that moment that I had made a different choice. And if you, this is so situation dependent, if this was a a very long night, like say like a really celebratory wedding that was going to kick off at four and go all night. I'm going to want to have two glasses of wine on that day on a, on a weeknight where I'm not doing anything else. I would just want the one. So, but yeah. Yeah. Also depends if I'm paying for it, honestly. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Because if it's like one glass of like, you know, $30 glass of wine versus maybe two $10 glasses of wine, I might go with the two $10 glasses of wine. Not sure. No shame in that. Yeah. Okay. This one's Isaacs. Sarah, would you rather every surface in the world is coated with soap or made from (laughs) sandpaper? I really, you have to think about this Uh one. Every surface, like your bed and your... Just think about like... (laughs) Think about the consequences or the ramifications of each choice. Yeah. Like, cause you got to walk and drive and. <laughs> okay. I think I have to go sandpaper then. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to say, so- <laughs> I'm going to say soap because at some point I feel like I'd figure out how to deal with it. Like I would figure out how to, how to lay on the soap and like sleep or walk, like get around. Like I, maybe I would like slide everywhere or like roll, <laughs> but I feel like a world made of sandpaper. I just wouldn't be able to handle that. I'm sitting on a soft bed filled with soft unfolded laundry, two cats and a dog. So I'm literally surrounded by things that I'm looking around and being like, what if my cats were made of sand? 
paper. <laughs> it wouldn't be better if they were made of soap, though, because then you could never catch them. No, take them to the vet. that's true. Okay. <clears throat> and this one's kind of tough, too, because I thought I knew the answer, but then I had to think about it, and I'm still thinking about it. So would you rather, Sarah, everyone in the world can hear your thoughts or you can hear everyone else's thoughts? So I wonder if we had the same switch because I, I just looked at this like, you know, 20 seconds before you asked it. And my initial thought, because I am a more private person, is like, oh, I don't want everyone hearing my thoughts. I will hear everyone else's. And then I was like, wait, but there's that's like everyone in the world. How would you how right. would I dim that down or turn it off? I mean, if I could hear everyone else's on command, like turn it on or off, I wonder what this person is thinking right now, then I would choose that one. But this the way this is worded, it's if there's no dimmer or um, opt out switch, I guess I have to say everyone in the world can hear my thoughts. I am a private person, but I'm not that interesting. Right. Well, and I guess for me, the other thing was I was thinking, I'm not sure I'd want to know what other people are thinking of me. Like, yeah, if I'm in a, you know, and you know, how we have thoughts like, like they, what women they want, like the so, Mel Gibson movie. <laughs> yes. And we think so fleetingly. It's not like I'm not consciously trying to think negative thoughts about other people when I'm like in the grocery store or whatever, but I'm sure I have negative judgments of people all around me. And I just imagine they have the same of me. And I think it would really bum me out to hear their thoughts. So I agree. I think I would rather everybody else could hear my thoughts and I would just try to keep them clean and nice. Maybe it'd be a good exercise. <laughs> you would try, yeah. but thoughts are not like, you don't think about what you're going to think in the next moment. You would, they would be able to, I would learn. You would learn. <laughs> I would that's learn. A, I'm not sure that's how thoughts work, but you're probably that's admirable. Right. Megan, the end of the school year and kickoff to summer is a busy time of the year for families, but we can all eat stress-free and hit our wellness goals with ready to eat meals from our sponsor factor. Factor's delicious meals are never frozen and can be ready to eat in just two minutes. You can pick from a weekly menu of 35 options, including popular choices like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Plus, they have more than 60 add-ons like breakfast, lunch, snacks, and beverages to keep you fueled all day long. So our team was comparing notes recently on our favorite Factor meals, and Katie loved the herb-crusted chicken with mashed cauliflower and toasted almond green beans. I loved that one, too. And get this, so did her little boy, Charlie. She heated it up for lunch one day, and Charlie, who's three, ate almost all of the green beans. I mean, that's quite an endorsement, right? I was going to say, what a parenting win. <laughs> and I get it, Charlie. Those green beans are crazy good. And if you really want to treat yourself, they even have meals with filet mignon, shrimp, truffle butter, broccolini, and asparagus. Listeners, head to factormeals.com slash momhour50 and use code momhour50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box. That's code momhour5050 at factormeals.com slash momhour50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box while your subscription is active. Okay, Megan. Well, over here at the Mom Hour, we are big fans of our sponsor, Our Place. In fact, you, me, and our team member, Katie, were all comparing notes on our favorite product. Katie was telling us that even though she's packing up to move her family to a new house, she cannot put that mini perfect pot from Our Place into the boxes yet because she's using it like every night. Well, as someone who also has a perfect pot, I got mine as part of their mini home cook duo set. I get it. It's nonstick, which is key, but it also has all these handy features like a steam release lid with a built-in strainer 
and this nice beechwood spoon that nests on the handle in this perfect little peg. Okay, well, I didn't get this pot, but now I want it. That sounds so great. Our place's cookware is great to cook with, beautiful to look at, and healthier for us as well. All of our place's products are made without PFAS, also known as forever chemicals. In addition to their cookware and tableware, our place is also making waves with their Wonder Oven, the most stylish all-in-one air fryer and toaster oven. Again, free from the forever chemicals found in many of those air fryers. Listeners, Our Place offers a 100-day trial with free shipping and returns, and we've got a great deal for you. Go to fromourplace.com and enter the code MOMHOUR at checkout to receive 10% off site-wide. That's fromourplace.com, code MOMHOUR. Okay, next category, you can only choose one. Now, I just want to point out that, like, these other things would still exist. Yeah. You just wouldn't be able to have them. And I'm going to say this is like forever. Okay. Like forever. you get one choice. Good. Qu- yeah. Good clarification. And it also doesn't mean you don't like the other one. It's just, you're picking no. one forever. Yep. Okay. Picking one forever. Yeah, you, you start and I will answer first. And then just like last round, you go after me. Okay. The first, you can only choose one is lipstick or blush. I'm already tempted to cheat. Because I would probably say blush, but what if I got a lipstick and then just used it as blush? I mean, I don't know. Or, you you made or this. Or what game. if I got a creamy blush and used it as lipstick? I feel like I've already cheated. But let's just say let's just say for the sake of argument, I could only ever put color on one part of my yeah. face. I do still think I would go with blush. I do too. I think I can tell a difference, a more of a difference when I don't have something on my cheeks than my lips. I agree. I'm gonna say also blush. Okay. Right. Paris or Rome? Oh, I've never been to either one, but I've, I've, I feel like if I could only ever choose one, I would choose Paris, but it's like real tight. It's like a very tight. Um, and, and who knows, like who knows why I would choose Paris over Rome? I don't even really know why. So well, it's like a, eh, I don't know. Next question makes me feel yucky to my stomach. Actually. Oh, I'm sorry. I don't like to have to choose. <laughs> I know this whole, this whole thing, you don't like to um, remove options from yourself. I know. So this is very difficult. Well, I have been to both and I have loved both and I am going to choose Paris. And that is no shade to Rome. A lot of people think Rome is like chaotic and dirty and grimy and kind of haphazard and weird. And I thought it was all of those things and loved it. So going on record that I really loved Rome and I'm still choosing Paris. Okay. What was it? I just have to ask. Uh, we're doing pretty well on time. Okay. What was it about Paris that you loved? so much that you would choose it over Rome? Um, I think Paris for me lived up to every cliche and storybook and painting and song. And I thought there's no way, there's no way it could be that romantic and visually beautiful and interesting food and people watching and, 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 um, and it was, which is so impressive. And I've talked to other people who've had that same experience. Um, so that's why. Okay. That's very fair. And I actually just last night was watching, I think it was an episode of Ted Lasso and they were talking about Paris, like Paris was sort of the topic. That's like a subplot. Okay. And I was thinking when everyone says it's such a romantic city, like what do they even mean by that? You know, like I couldn't put my finger on what would make it so romantic. Like how can it possibly live up to the hype? But it sounds like it does. Yeah. Because it's old and historic and it's largely aesthetically beautiful. I'm sure there are parts that are not, 
Um, but I agree. Like, what does it mean for a city to be romantic? Plus it sounds like a cop out. It sounds so cliche to say that, but in my experience, it has been true. Okay. Next question. Oh, I'm asking. Sorry. Yeah, that's all right. Um, New York City or Chicago? This is hard. Yeah, this is hard. <sighs> this is hard. Okay. If if I was to live in one, I'd probably choose Chicago. I've lived in Chicago before. It's close to my family. I have like living associations there. People I know there. Like it's Midwestern. You know what I mean? It just yeah, would be I, like a yeah. place to live. We've both lived there. If I could only ever visit one, it would be New York City because it's such a singular experience Mm -hmm. and it has so many. It just is such a different vibe that you is so different from Chicago, even though you think, well, they're two big cities with lots of people. How different could it be? Just like Paris and Rome. They're so different. And I feel like if I had to, if I could only choose one to experience forever, um, it would be New York City. As long as the people I like from Chicago could like meet me somewhere else. Okay, I'm going to say Chicago. All right. And you're going to be in New York City in a couple of weeks. I am. And I love New York City the times I've been there. And yes, I've lived in Chicago. I've visited New York City. I love them both. I love big cities in general. I just, that was my gut with this one. If I can only have one for the rest of my life, I'm going with Chicago. All right. That's fair. Okay. Tied shoes or zipped fly in public. I don't know what this means. Explain. It means you can only choose one. You can either have your shoes tied or your fly zipped. And you're walking around in public. So the, the, the implication is the other one is undone. So exactly. forever. Exactly. Is that one? Okay. Forever. This feels like a would you rather. Okay. Um, <laughs> well, I'm answering first on this one. All right. So I'm going to actually say I'm going with tied shoes because I feel like if, if I'm stuck like this forever, I can come up with ways to artfully cover an unzipped fly. But with untied shoes, you would just look like a moron after a while. <laughs> and... I would absolutely trip, get something stuck in a subway grate. Like, yeah, you know what I mean? Like yeah. it would be, it would end poorly. My shoelaces would get all dirty. Um, and I think that that like sensory feeling of having untied shoes would drive me nuts. Okay. So I'm going with tied shoes, which, yes, you're right, does mean I have an unzipped fly forever. Could you like wear leggings to avoid this or this? This is implied you're always wearing a zipper fly and shoes that have laces. I, I think this is the implication, okay. you know, it, and it doesn't necessarily mean like you would wear this every single day for the rest of your life. It just means anytime you've got one or the other, you know what I mean? Yes. Anytime you're wearing tied up shoes, they are either tied or untied. And at, at the expense of the tied shoe, you will right. have an unzipped fly. Yeah. Um, then I am going to concur and say okay. I would prefer to have my shoes tied and I'll figure the rest out. Yeah, that's how I feel like a zipped fly. If just unzipped fly feels like you can work around it. Okay. Okay. Um, you can only choose one to clip a jagged fingernail or fix a sock that's gotten stuffed down in your shoe. Okay. This is making me really uncomfortable just thinking about it. <clears throat> um, I hate having jagged fingernails so much. I also don't like having socks stuffed down my shoe, but I feel like after a while I get used to it. So I'm going to say I'd rather clip the jagged fingernail because if I have a jagged fingernail, I won't stop touching it. Like, I'll just keep going back to it and touching it, and it'll, it'll make me nuts. Yep, I have to agree for all the same reasons. I keep nail clippers on my keychain. That's how, um, how much, much I need it. Have. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's implications of a jagged fingernail. It never ends there. Yeah. You know, you could cut yourself in the face with it. I've done that. Yeah. Get it get stuck it on your hair. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. Ugh. All right. Um, you can only choose one, spring or fall. 
tragic. I hate this question and I wrote it. I'm going to say I'll choose spring, but it's like, it's, it's so close. I am going to also say spring, which is surprising. I'm surprising myself with that. Um, but that's just kind of how I feel if I have to choose one. I think we both love, love, love fall. But so many of the reasons I love fall is actually the, it's <laughs> the end of summer right. and it's the coming of holidays and it's back to school. I feel like none of those things are really about the season itself. So I'm going to say spring. I'm enjoying spring this year, especially. Yeah. And the other thing that I was thinking about is that spring is so needed, but at least here, by the time we have spring, it's like, I really, really need it um, for hope yeah, <laughs> and stuff like that. Like just because the winters can drag on for so long. And I feel like fall is almost feels like a pleasant surprise. Like, Oh, what a delightful thing we get to experience. But, but I don't feel that because we don't have super hot summers, I don't feel that need for relief. So it's a little bit different. Yeah. Yeah. I think I would think our, our reasons would be quite different given our climates, but I'm surprising myself with that answer. Okay. How about this one? Book or smartphone? Mm, Okay. Here's the thing. It would hurt more to give up my smartphone. But I think it would make me a better person than it would be to give up books. Mm. And you could say, well, you could read a book on your smartphone. It's, but that's not really the point. You know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. I could, but I, would I? And it wouldn't be the same experience. And so, yeah, I think I would ha- I would choose a book and give up the smartphone, but it would be hard. I am one million percent smartphone. I mean, okay. yeah, I, I know these are all hypotheticals. I, I don't really want to give up books forever, but that one feels like an easy one for me. OK. Um, oh, this is one. This one's fun. Serif or San, sans serif. Well, why was that so hard to say? I'm going to say that again. Serif or sans serif fonts? So if I could only choose one, it would be serif fonts. I have always had a preference for serif fonts. I, you know, every few years it's like one or the other becomes more trendy. Right now, serif fonts are definitely more trendy than sans serif. I feel like especially the the big fat, like 70s style ones Mm -hmm. are very popular right now. Um, Whenever serif fonts become very in vogue, I feel a little sad about it. Oh, like, like, it or, was sorry, yours. sans serif. Oh, fonts, got whenever, it. Yeah. 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 Whenever sans serif fonts are the thing that you're supposed to use and that's what's everywhere. I feel like I'm missing out on some serifs and it makes me sad. I like the flair of a serif. So do you think for the listener, we should define these? I think I was Maybe. embarrassingly old when I really understood it. It was like, if you choose fonts in a drop down, I would see things like something sans serif or something. And I don't think I knew what the serif itself was till I was in my, like I was an adult. I was in maybe my late twenties. I was working like, but I didn't know any designers. I didn't know what that word meant actually. So the serif is the little, the little embellishment, right? Like if you have a letter T, if it's a straight line with a straight cross, that would be a sans serif font. And if you're lowercase t has a little swoop up right yeah i mean is that how and they you... don't always look the same sometimes right. they're the not identical white is quite like you know grand and mm-hmm. and lots of flair and sometimes you can barely see it so if you're you know if you're like if you're thinking of like the, the typical fonts that we use like Arial is a sans serif font right. there's no flair 
Um, Calibri is another one that's become popular. Time, New Roman would be a Time serif. New Roman is serif. Um, yeah. Georgia is serif. You could just, if you look closely, they just look a little more old timey. And they, and, they have yeah. actual, I think those are the actual serifs, right? The little like um, extra. Yeah. It's like a little bloop. Uh-huh. And, yeah. and it could be boxy. It could be fat, like you said. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I didn't answer this yet. So I like them both and I like the mix and I like um, typesetting choices for different things, but I might go sans serif and just like a clean line. If I could only have one forever, I might go opposite of you. Okay. Um, well, I disagree with this choice, but that's okay. That's why we're doing this. Yeah. I, you know, what would be really interesting is to find out when the ser- sans serif fonts were even, even became a thing. I don't, I mean, I feel like it was like in the 20th century mm. because typefacing, if you go back, yeah. like even books, well, maybe you know, growing with the up, were always Sarah. Computer screens and stuff, right? Because yeah. if you picture like pixels and yeah, now we're, this is getting really not lightning. Well, it's not at all. Okay. I'm looking right now. In 1816, William Caslon the uh, fourth designed the first sans serif typeface. Caslon, though at the time it was not widely accepted, he was ahead of his time. And you would be on his team about that. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Okay, pick one only, underwear or bra? Underwear. Oh, really? Yeah. I do not like the feeling of going commando whatsoever. Um, I don't love the feeling of going without a bra, but if I had to, I had to choose... I would just wear tight tank tops and fake it. I am going to say the opposite. I don't love the feeling of going commando either, but I can get used to it. And I just don't like the feeling. Floppy boobs. I just don't. And I don't have much to flop around, but I still don't like it. Okay. So then what about, you mean like wearing jeans though? Can you wear, I mean, I know people do this. They wear Uh, jeans without undies. And, 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 have in the past it's been a long time and I don't remember why I also really don't like wearing like day old underwear even if like if I I don't like wearing underwear for more than a day even if nothing problematic has happened right. in yeah. them and so I would rather <laughs> you know what I mean now, it's like an uneventful 24 hour period all of your pants are going to become problematic that's true well no I can still do laundry right yeah 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 that's that's yeah true. I'm not going to okay. rewear jeans as often as I would you know right. what I mean? Like I'm going to yeah. wash them more often. Um, so yeah, I just feel like I could get used to it again with this, with this either, or we're not saying we love the other option, but I think I right. could get used to it. All right, Megan, this next one, I disapprove it of. It hurts. Actually, I have my answer though. The, the choose one is cheese or French fries. Choose one forever. The other one goes away from your life. Cheese. I have to have <gasps> cheese. Oh, oh, you're, you're choosing cheese. I thought, I'm yeah, choosing yeah, yeah. Cheese. yeah, yeah. I don't know why I thought you were saying the opposite. Yeah, me too. One million percent. But yeah. that would be really sad. We both love fries. So the thing is, I love French fries more than I love cheese, but I love cheese every day. Yes, and too. I only love French fries like once a week. Not surprising that we have the same the food, I know, food answer. Right? Exactly the same for the same reason. Cheese is so versatile. It's like, yeah, it's part of my it's part of like my value system. <laughs> So are French fries, I guess. But. <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm choking. Okay. <sighs> okay. Choose one sandals or sneakers. So I'm going to go. The, the hard part about this, sorry, this is not lightning at all. 
But the hard part is that I'm not eliminating other footwear. I'm not eliminating slippers. I'm not eliminating boots. I'm just saying I can only have one of these. I think I'm, I'm going to go with sandals. There's not much I can't do in a sandal that I would choose to do in a sneaker. Yeah. And like even workouts, um, lately I've just been doing them barefoot because why not? And, um, I feel like in the summer, if I didn't have sandals, I'd be pretty bummed about it. Yep. I'm also choosing sandals, um, partly because of the climate I live in and also because I really take my shoes on and off a lot. And that sneakers are the most annoying shoe yes. to be someone who's constantly taking on and off one's shoes. And then all the things you said, too. Yeah. Yeah. And like I have I have like um, some casual sneakers that I really like that I wear when I think too. Yeah. But I do. wear sandals a lot more often. And then when it comes to like my actual workout shoes, like my true, you know, running sneakers, I just don't wear them that often. They, I have, I own them for a really long time, which just tells me I could probably figure out a way to do without some of my sporty sandals too. I could, I could use in so many circumstances. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I do walk two to three miles a day and you used to also, so that would have, it would require some consideration, but I'd get around it. Okay, Megan, like many of our listeners, I'm sure I've been doing some spring cleaning in my closet lately, and it always feels so good to get rid of clothes I'm not wearing, things that don't fit or that aren't my style anymore. But you know what I realized? All of my Vionic shoes are always in the keep pile. They just tick all the boxes. They're cute, comfy, high quality. They last forever. And I love growing my Vionic collection, especially with the latest styles from their Vionic Vitals collection. The Vionic Vitals collection offers daily wear styles designed for elegance, comfort, and versatility. We both love the Uptown Loafer, which collapses flat, so it's perfect for travel. The Chardonnay Heeled Sandal, which I know you love, Sarah. The Walk 23 Classic Sneaker, which our team member Katie gets compliments on all the time. And the Willa Slip-On Flat, one of my favorites, which comes in 12 colors for any outfit. Yeah, I need to uh, get the Willa Slip-On Flat. That's next on my list. Well, listeners, if you're ready to try the shoes we're always raving about, use code THEMOMHOUR15 at checkout for 15% off your entire order at bionicshoes.com when you log into your account. That's one-time use only. Bionic Shoes, wearable well-being for your feet. Sarah, our sponsor, Haya Health, makes a kid's daily multivitamin that parents can feel great about giving their kids because they have no added sugars or dyes. And our kids who have tried Haya Vitamins have loved them which is important, right? Because what good is a bottle of vitamins that your kid won't take? Haya was founded by two dads who didn't like the ingredients label on some of the popular children's vitamins they were seeing on store shelves. So they got to work developing a formula that would help fill the most common nutrient gaps in modern kids' diets. Haya's chewable kids' vitamin is made with a blend of 12 organic fruits and vegetables and then supercharged with 15 essential vitamins and minerals. They're also vegan, dairy-free, allergy-free, gelatin-free, and nut-free. Haya manufactures their vitamins right here in the USA with globally sourced ingredients, and then they ship their chewable vitamins directly to your door on a pediatrician recommended schedule. We've worked out a special deal with Haya for their best-selling children's vitamin. You're going to get 50% off your first order. To claim this deal, go to HayaHealth.com slash MomHour. This deal is not available on their regular website. Go to H-I-Y-A-H-E-A-L-T-H dot com slash mom hour and get your kids the full body nourishment they need to grow into healthy adults. All right. Well, Sarah, this is just to add confusion. Our next category is you have to eliminate one. 
Okay. It still exists, but you can't use it or experience it. So let's just pretend that you are going to be, you know, unconscious during this time or you can't see the color or you're in space or something. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You have to eliminate a month out of the year. Mm, That's a good one. I'm going to say. July. Sorry. Okay. Well, that's all right. I still exist. Okay. So it's not like I don't get to have July. Maybe that you, maybe you could have your birthday party in early August if it was like a milestone year and then I'd come. You're just asleep <laughs> for my whole my whole birthday month. Um, but I have to say, Sarah, I'm also very sorry, but I was gonna pick either February yeah, I get it. or March. That. My, which my is my daughter's birthday. Is not the, everybody's favorite. The only reason I would eliminate March over February is because February is so short yeah. that if I got to, so I'll, and I'll give my reasons here, February and March are kind of miserable yeah. by like the, by the second week of February, I am starting to be done with winter yeah. and it's in lower Michigan turning into that endless, you know, can't make up its mind, still very gray, you know, still, still kind of a short day. So you're not getting like a lot of sun. And it just drags and I'm so ready to be past it. I think by March, I am, I am more ready to be past it though. So I actually think I'm going to choose March. Yeah. What's your reasoning for July? Um, I don't like heat and I get um, antsy in the summer as I think about like back to school and what's next. I just don't love summer and July can feel really long if you're not, you know, if you're not a go, go, go summer vacation, do all the things. It's like, it feels very long to me. And okay. I often, by the end of July, I really am. It's not that I want to go back to school tomorrow or have fall tomorrow, but it just feels like, oh my gosh, we're still in this. It's the equivalent of, of a February for you. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. It's just so funny because I, for me, July is probably my favorite month and not because, and not because it's my birthday month. I actually think it's because it feels like the month you can most, um, hear really dig into summer. Yeah. and. Like, so it's kind of funny because my favorite, my favorite seasons probably fall, but I chose spring. I don't, that doesn't make a lot of sense, but still that's what I felt in the moment. Yeah. But actually July as a month is probably my favorite because it just encapsulates all the things I love about summer in one month, but it doesn't really get that warm here in June. It really starts to heat up in July. And then by August, it feels like it's over. So yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, you have to eliminate a day of the week. Hmm. Interesting. I'm going to say Thursday, even though we wouldn't have a podcast because we (laughs) we record on Thursdays. I was going to say Thursday. I like our Thursday. I was also going to say Tuesday. Me too. Like, I like the way Tuesday or Thursday plays out. But why? Okay, tell me why you think you'd get rid of Thursday. Well, it has that later in the week drag. I've probably been as productive as I'm going to be with my work days. And um, it can feel like horse heading to the barn of the weekend, but you're not quite there yet. Um, in okay. my current life, I do like that we record on Thursdays because I probably wouldn't be as productive if if we didn't have a big thing on our calendar. Um, but also my our our Fridays as a family right now are very busy and very long. They start early in the morning. They go late at night. And I do like Fridays. I think I said it was my favorite day of the week. But Thursday can be a little bit of that like uh, anticipatory like, OK, we got one more day of this week and it's a doozy. So, yeah. And I always feel like Thursday feels like it should be Friday. Like yeah. I'm just ready for it to be done. So I I agree with you that like recording together on Thursdays is what makes Thursday manageable, bearable, whatever. 
But I, I don't have this feeling like, yay, we're over the hump. Now it's just one more day till Friday. I, I feel more like, man, do we really have to do one more day until Friday? Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Tuesday was also on my list. Now, I don't feel this way anymore. But back when I used to work in an office setting, I really disliked Tuesdays. Hmm. They really felt like they really kind of felt more of Monday to me than a Monday because Mondays I felt like people kind of had a little bit of a, I don't know, like you got a little bit of a pass on a Monday. There mm-hmm. wasn't a lot of expectation that you were going to move fast, get a lot done. There weren't a lot of meetings when I was working in offices on Mondays and Tuesday felt like the real start to the week and stressful. I didn't yeah. love it. Yeah. So, all right. Um, you have to pick one color or sorry, you have to eliminate one color Orange. and never see it again. Orange. Don't like it? Yeah. It's just my, like, uh, of the colorful colors, um, it's just not my favorite. I don't okay. have any reason to hold on to it. No offense, orange. Okay. How about um, you? Brown. Okay. I don't need to see brown. I think because I'd see something that would be, like, indicative of brown. So I could, my brain could fill in the gaps. Yeah. You know, like, like I'm, there are I'm, other I'm neutrals imagining it would be, that, yeah. Yeah, I'm imagining everything would just kind of go grayscale. Okay. that you couldn't see. And so I would see it as gray and that'd be fine. Yeah. I could see it as gray. Yeah. Okay. All right. We got five minutes left. I think okay. we're going to do it, but okay. uh, we do have to, we Tighten do have up. to move kind of quick. Okay. All right. So uh, one piece of common household technology still exists, but you can't use it. Dishwasher. Microwave. Okay. That was easy. <laughs> this one's really dumb, but might be something to think about. You have to eliminate one number. Oh gosh. Um. Pass. I don't know. <laughs> Numbers don't like elicit emotional responses from me. Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna zone this or uh, tighten this up a little bit. It has to be between one and ten, and you don't get to not choose. Okay, six. I was gonna say seven. I don't know why. I think because, like, I don't need it for anything. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it doesn't like it doesn't divide well. It doesn't really add up to anything. Some people, I need. Seven's a very common lucky number. So a it lot is. of people love sevens. Yeah. And my birthday is full of sevens. So yeah. I don't know why I just did that to myself. Okay. Um, one app on your home screen has to go away, which might require you to pull out your phone. Yeah. Let me know if you need a minute. Yes. I'm pulling it up right now, even though we're on the clock. Um, looking at my home screen, I'm going to say Apple Maps. <laughs> oh, now that was easy. Well, why would you have that on your home screen? Oh, my home screen. You know what my home screen looks like, right? It's, it's like it's folders. It's everything. Everything's right? on one screen. Okay. So, do you want to revise the question for me? I mean, no, no, because I made you eliminate something from everything. It's fine. It's yeah. fine. All right. So I'm looking at mine, and uh, I'm gonna say it's the photo app. Mm. Because I almost always get to that through my camera anyway. I, I know so a I lot of people cheated. do that. I just saw someone do that yesterday. And I was like, what are you doing? I always like, forget that I, I can get to it faster by using the photos app. So I just go to camera and then I go to my photos. Yeah. That does feel a little bit like a cheat. So I'm going to give, I, I have, we have enough time, I think. So okay. I'm going to give you one other response. It would be, oh, Safari is on here. Yeah, that, exactly. Boo. Boo. That's, that's my equivalent. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's done. Okay. So, Sarah, we like have made it. We have one question left and we have two minutes. So we each get to t- expound on this one. OK, are you excited? Yeah, yeah. And maybe I'll try to think of one more to add if we still have time at the end. Okay. You have to eliminate one member of the bread family. OK, can I ask a question? Can it yes. be a type of is like all sliced bread 
the same or is like a type like if I said oh. pumpernickel would that that's not no, my answer but. that's too okay that's, that's too it has too to narrow. be like one like one uh species yeah <laughs> of bread okay not like a not like a I don't even know yeah. breed not a breed of bread but yeah a species. yeah okay I'm with you I'm with you um oh man do you have your answer well I think do you know yeah well I'm not sure this is actually even a member of the bread family. I was going to say a scone, but that's more like a pastry. Yeah. Um, can I say so sourdough? Because I don't like sourdough. It's like that's a that's, whole category, but it's a it's a breed. Yeah. OK. I don't oh. know. I I'm going to say. A bun. Yeah, that's a good one. But I'm now I'm taking it back because what about a hamburger? You got to have a ham. You got to have a bun for a hamburger. True. I'm not getting rid of sliced bread. Like I'm not getting rid of like sandwich bread. Right. That would be ridiculous. I don't want to lose croissants. I don't want to lose English muffins. Oh, I could lose English muffins. I like an English muffin, but I could definitely like do everything I want to do with an English muffin with something else. <laughs> a bagel. I don't want to lose a bagel. You would get rid of an English muffin over a bagel. Yeah, I would. Yeah. All right. Well, Sarah, I think we did it. We have a minute to go. So do you want to revise? Sorry, we have 40 seconds to go. So do you want to revise any of your answers? Is there anything you would change? I don't think so. No, I think this was really, if people didn't know me already, there's a whole new new set of context. To get to know. All right. Well, that was really fun. Thank you for playing along. I think I probably could have had even more, but it looked like a lot. And we're so bad at this usually that I thought I actually thought the buzzer would go off like two categories in. Well, we like to rise to a challenge. So that's true. Maybe setting a timer is actually the way to do it. There have been times in our recording history where one of us has to go at a certain time and we like actually have to finish the episode by you know, a certain time. Sorry, that was the buzzer. Yeah. Oh, there we go. There, <laughs> there we go. go. Now, we're done. Yeah. Um, now we're done. But we always get it done. So that's. You're right. You're right. That's, maybe we just need. Um, we need some like parameters around things. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Well, all right. So I know we have some actual mom hour business that we have to like get to before we wrap up. Um, but that was really fun. And I hope that, you know, people have um, a good Mother's Day and that that was a nice little start to it for them. What else do we have coming up? Well, I was going to say we should put in the show notes. This is a this is a concise enough little list that I wonder if we could just literally put the whole list um, in the show notes so that people, if they wanted to do their own or just like text it to a friend or something on Mother's yes. Day, I think would you rather's especially are just like so fun. We, the kids, we do would you rather's as a family all the time. And it's fun to think up really weird ones. So, well, um, and I would personally love to hear like if people have other suggestions of would you rather's because it is really fun. Yeah. yeah. It's a fun little exercise totally. and fun to do with the kids. And when I was doing it with Isaac, he kept coming up with ones where I was like, we can't do that. I'm sorry. We can't do that on the show. Like, yeah. no, <laughs> so it can get that a little inappropriate mom hour after dark, the, the, fake <laughs> exactly. show, the fake show that we don't have, but that sometimes we <laughs> talk about. Um, well, we have coming up on Tuesday, we have a listener questions episode. So come back Tuesday for that. And then if you have not taken our listener survey, Megan, I think we have about a thousand. It was like 980 when I looked. I'm sure by the time this publishes, it'll be over a thousand. I would love to get that closer to 2000 between 1500 and 2000. So we are approaching that. Um, but that would be a Mother's Day gift to us. Oh, yeah. And it's a I think it's a really fun one this time around, too. Yeah. It's like we're asking all the typical questions, but 
We're also asking a few questions about like, like state of motherhood type yeah. questions that I yeah. think people will enjoy answering. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, happy, happy Mother's Day to those who are celebrating today. Um, and we will talk to you on Tuesday. Talk to you then. Thanks for listening to The Mom Hour. Everything we talked about in today's episode is available at themomhour.com. And hey, while you're there, you can find more than 500 podcast episodes, plus articles, playlists, and resources about motherhood and parenting at every stage. And if you like today's episode, we'd love it if you would take a minute to share the show with another mom in your life. You can also find us on Instagram at The Mom Hour, chatting and interacting with listeners between episodes. Thanks for being here, friends. We'll talk to you soon. The Mom Hour is supported by partners like Erica. Erica is the social media health app for teens that gives them the tools to unplug when they need to for improved health, study focus, sleep, and daily balance. Erica was built by a dad of three boys who saw that teens themselves were really becoming self-aware to the risks of social media, and he wanted to help them self-regulate. Erica works to hide distracting apps from your phone at the touch of a button, keeping them out of sight and out of mind without deleting your data. Tell your teens about Erica and save 20% on the Erica family plan with promo code THEMOMHOUR. Go to erica.app and search for plans. That's Erica with a K, E-R-I-K-A dot A-P-P and use code THEMOMHOUR to save 20%. Sarah, I started a Substack last spring just kind of as an experiment and it turns out I love it. I'm treating it kind of like an old school blog, writing about things that are happening in my life. Megan, I've loved following your stuff on Substack, and I actually just really like Substack in general. You know, we've both been a lot less active on Instagram lately, and I'm finding that Substack scratches that itch to connect and create without all the busyness of a typical social media feed. So I would love it if Mom Hour listeners wanted to look me up there. I'm at meganfrancis.substack.com, and that's Megan with two A's, M-E-A-G-A-N francis.substack.com.